more than a few words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Round Peg, where we believe that marketing strategy should be in plain English. This is Lorraine Ball. And Allison Carter. And today we're going to talk about Facebook. F that. Ooh, a little hostility there. Just a smidgen. How come you're so hostile against Facebook today? Well, as they have continued to do, and as any tech company should do, they have continued to evolve their algorithm, which dictates what is going to show up on your Facebook newsfeed. And they've pretty much decided that any business which has taken time to build an organic following of people who said that they wanted to see certain content, they pretty much don't really care that much. They just want you to pay. Wow. So. As a business owner, I've worked really hard, along with everyone here, to build a following of about 900 people who kind of like Round Peg. Yeah. Who've expressed an interest, who comment when we share information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have, we have an active Facebook community who does like, comment, and share on the things that we provide. And yet, Facebook has throttled traffic. And it's not just us. I've seen this for other clients, too. But uh, it really butters my toast when I see it on ours. But uh, it, we're down to about 5% of people seeing us, and it just fell off a cliff in the last few days. And so um, the first thing is that if you are actively using Facebook as part of your marketing, the first thing we really w- would suggest that you do is start paying attention to your analytics and look and see if you are experiencing the same fall off in visibility. And this is really not anything that you can control, but you need to be aware of it. The, the more that your comment, uh, content which is viral or which is extremely popular is still going to pop up more often. But at the same time, Facebook has been very, very blunt in responding to this. They said flat out, business owners will need to spend more on advertising. And actually in a list of benefits of why people should use Facebook, sharing content organically was only number three on the list behind several different forms of advertising. Interesting. So Facebook is really coming out swinging um, and clearly now wants to make a lot of money. And, you know, as a business owner, on the one hand, I, I appreciate that they've, they've made this decision. You know, as someone who, who has used the tool and has seen some benefits, it's certainly frustrating. So let's kind of break this up into to two conversations. One, let's talk about if you are going to go down the advertising path and then on the other side, other things that you should be doing. So if you decide, yes, I'm going to do a little bit of advertising on Facebook, what should I keep in mind? If you're going to do advertising, the most important thing to do is to make sure that you are only advertising to people who might conceivably be interested in your product. And Facebook does do a really good job because they creep into every aspect of users' lives. They have a wealth of data out there for you to tap into. Far beyond basic demographics like age and geographic location, you can really get into interests, other pages that they like. You can use a lot of leading indicators to find your customer. Yet I still consistently see, for instance, companies in different states that only do business in those states advertising to me in Indiana. I'm not going to buy home services from a company in Maryland. So the... The number one thing is if you're going to spend money on advertising, mm-hmm. take the extra time, drill down into the demographics and the, the criteria to really get your message in front of people who really count. Yes. The second thing, and this is going to work more or less in, in different uh, 
companies and industries is if your employees will like, share, or comment, it will help. You're going to have mixed response because some of your employees are going to have private feeds that they don't really want to clutter up with company information. Yeah, and we actually had this discussion today um, when we noticed our stuff dropping and you said, well, you can share it. Well, I mean, yeah, I could. Most of my friends are not our customer. And by doing that, I'm going to piss them off, become irritating, become background noise. Um, you know, when I'm not sharing stupid sloth photos, if I'm sharing every blog post, they're not going to pay attention when I do have something big, new, noteworthy about work. So I don't always recommend that. I would recommend certainly ask your employees to share if there's something big, if there's something interesting, if there's something new. Um, but just day-to-day -day stuff, I don't think it's good for the employee or for the company in the long run. I think when you're doing what I would consider the more, the more fun side of Facebook, mm -hmm. when you are treating Facebook like a backyard barbecue, when you are sharing more the slice of life kind of stuff, for example, when we share pictures of our turkey creating contest that Jenna always wins, mm -hmm. um, the photos of that, I think I'm more likely to share on my personal page because they're fun. And many of my friends you know, are didn't get a whole lot of engagement, right? Not this year, no. no so, so in theory, yes, but it doesn't always work. Absolutely not. I think the pumpkin carving one's got more engagement. A little bit more, but yeah, it always take a picture of Clyde, and that's sure to go. Yeah, by. really, cats are the only sure way. But Facebook has said that they are going to be cracking down on what they call meme content. They've said that they have discovered through their research that what people really want to do is to uh, read news articles on Facebook. Uh, yeah, that's what they say. They say that that is what people do. And so, for instance, when someone is sharing the latest meme du jour, whatever that happens to be, they're going to start not showing those as often. Which is weird because whenever you post anything like that on a page, it gets crazy likes. Just in general, this is an interesting path for Facebook to go down because they are trying to change user behavior mm -hmm. and they're trying to control how people use their platform. Mm -hmm. I don't know whether I think that's a good or a bad business model. I'm not really going to worry about their business model, but I am going to worry about how it affects me. Right, and this just goes back to a really, really important lesson. We've talked about this before. It really can't be talked about enough. You need a platform which you own and you control and that no one can ever take from you. And so while it's great to share information on Facebook, ultimately the really important information needs to be on your website in your blog. And I'm even beginning to wonder about some of the more fun social stuff if we don't also look for a place to put some of that on our website. I haven't, I, I haven't really kind of made that necessary leap because I do like that our site, that our website's pretty clean. But the information that's really important, the things, the messages that I want out there, the very best thing that we can do is build a following for our blog, get people to subscribe to RSS, our RSS feed. Try to say that three times fast. Get people to sign up for our newsletter so we can send them content. Get people to 
subscribe and encourage people to subscribe to this podcast, which, by the way, it is available at iTunes. You probably already downloaded it from iTunes. A lot of the people that listen to it do. And so we are building a community in multiple places, but the majority of the the content originates on platforms we control. And that is so important because there are so many reasons that a platform can suddenly become unreliable. It can be because a business model shifts as it is with Facebook. It can be because of larger shifts in in consumer behavior as it was when MySpace became, you know, the, the wasteland of the internet and which some people believe Facebook is headed toward right now. Um, you, if you can't control it, you never know what's going to happen. But good information that genuinely helps people is not going to go out of style. The, I want to, I want to restate that, or just really repeat what you just said. Good information that helps people will not go out of style. Five years ago, search engine optimization was all about links and gaming the system, and. Quite honestly, trying to, to keep up with all of that was a little bit exhausting. And so we built both traffic to our website and to our clients based on this strategy of good information. Two years ago, Google rewrote the rule books, and a lot of people were scrambling because they had hung their business hats on gaming the system, but also they were betting on Google rather than betting on the content they were creating. And I'm seeing the same thing now with Facebook. And with any of these platforms, the sites that focus on content, that share it through multiple platforms, that don't hang their hat on any one, but always with a link back to them, are the websites I think that are going, not that I think are going to survive, those are the websites that have continued to perform over time. Oh, yeah, because amusingly, while Facebook actually used to be our number one refer there for quite some time, um, but algorithmic changes have made that so that's no longer the case, our traffic's better than ever. So when you really build a strong business model based on really helping people, and I just keep saying this, that is what content marketing is. It is about helping people and getting them to trust you and trust that you can do the best job for them. When you build a platform on that instead of worrying about chasing likes and chasing fans and chasing all of that, you are always going to be okay. You're going to be more than okay. I think you're going to win. And this is not just a message or a lesson for consumers or consumer-focused businesses or business-to-business businesses. Today we're talking about changes in Facebook. Tomorrow we could be talking about changes in LinkedIn or in Google Plus or in Twitter. I don't really, I don't want to say I don't really care what those sites do, but to a great extent, I don't really care. I'm going to continue to develop great content that serves the needs of my customers, and I'm going to use those tools. If you have found today's conversation interesting, if you have other comments or thoughts and ideas about this, please come to More Than A Few Words and post your comments on this blog post. That's morethanafewwords.com. That is morethanafewwords.com. We'd love to hear from you. Also, if there are other topics that you'd like to learn more about, share that information with us as well. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.